Hello and welcome to Bend the Knee, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast. I am Sir Matt the Bud Knight. And I am Sir Ezra the Watchful. Welcome to Follow Up Friday. Uh, we've got a, a nice, decent amount of uh, ravens to go over, some trivia, and a few other little surprises, mm-hmm. little nuggets for you today. Yeah, well, so. uh, let's just go ahead and dive into the trivia winner first, Sir Ezra, and I believe this week it was... Uh, yeah, Sir uh, Sir Robert of Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was second. He, he, he came in second last week and uh, claimed the throne from Lord Adam Parker... Once again, so uh, things are heating up in the trivia. They are actually, if you remember, uh, two weeks ago, Sir Lauren or Sir Lady Lauren won newcomer. Uh, yeah. She came in out of out of nowhere. Out of new nowhere. new patron came in, took the throne. Yeah, and uh, Sir Adam Parker, or Lord Adam Parker, was like, uh, "What's going what? on here?" <laughs> and there's been some teasings back and forth, and uh, just to. Throw it out here, yep. uh, Lady Lauren actually threw down the gauntlet yep. and has flat out said, "I will drive to Ohio to have a trial by trivia against Lord Adam Parker." Wow! So, uh, just saying, she's drawn first blood. She, I'll say that she, she is, has drawn first. She blood. literally, I think, was you know, I think she was watching. Perhaps I don't know. I, I don't know how she did that. She literally. Like when she came in that week and and stole trivia from Lord Adam Parker, it was it it was it, I didn't see it, it kind coming. of upset the realm. It did upset the realm. <laughs> I was just used to it being Lord Adam Parker, and she said, "I don't think so." Right, and that's really what started it. And now, so anyway, so we could maybe do a trial by trivia. I told her, um, you know, Lord Adam Parker, I believe, lives in New York, so I was like, he'd have to he'd have, if he if, he, if both you guys want to drive to Ohio, we'll gladly do it here. But we could certainly do it over, say, Discord or Skype right. if that's something you're interested in. We, we've also thought about doing, you know, sort of like a, a, a midway through a Game of Thrones, doing some type of uh, trivia, trivia, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. trial um, yeah. halfway through the yeah. book or at the end of the book, either one. Yeah. So or maybe maybe we would just go host an event at a bar and have teams of seven or something. I don't a know. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> oh, I, I don't I don't know. Um, but uh, anyway, well, but Sir, but Sir Robert, you know, Sir Robert. Castle. Yeah, let's get back to Sir Robert. Uh, yeah, he came in second last week and won this week. And the question was, what is the response to uh, Vala Mulkowicz? And the answer is Vala Dohalis. I'm going to pronounce it. That's how they kind of say it in the show. Sounds good. Um, and that's you know what happens when Arya gives the coin to the Proposi man. She gets on the ship and mm-hmm. goes. Yep. So then she can go over to the House of Black and White. Right. Not yes. to be confused with the House of Undying, which we have done. Which we before. have done. Yes. So anyway, so congratulations to uh, you know to Sir Robert. Right. And uh, yeah, we will certainly have you, some more trivia coming. You know. Okay. So I've been looking on just different d- different places. You know. Uh, Sir Matt and I sit at this table, mm-hmm. and I don't know why this table doesn't look more like the table at Dragonstone. Mm-hmm. I'm a little; it should be a painted table. I don't know what's wrong with me. So I've been looking at getting a painted table and mm-hmm. setting this up. I'll put pictures up once once I get it going. But I think it's time for me to lay the pieces down. Mm-hmm. I think it's time for me to figure out where everyone is. Where is Lady Lauren? You know, in Westeros. Where? We know Lord Adam Parker. Parker. Yeah, he's he's up in the north. Yeah, right. So. That's why it's important to get those regions because I'm going to map this out. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I mean, you know, 
I'm just saying when things happen, it's it's we're going to start to kind of move pieces. If you have a specific move that you want to make in the kingdom, let us know. Otherwise, we are making moves uh-huh. and we are playing the Game of Thrones mm-hmm. with our patrons. So Ex- that is coming soon. Exactly. I, uh, because some things, you know, may be happening between Sir Ezra and I. You know, we've yeah. we've, we've been talking about where we're, uh, we're thinking about getting a um, for our patrons, you know, as we send out little uh Things we've been talking about. Well, we, we should get like you know wax and seals, mm-hmm. yeah. and then um, well, then the then the thing came up. It's like well, we should be distinguishing between our seals, right? So I have agreed to take the black dragon, yeah, and uh, Sir Ezra will uh, stay with the red dragon. Uh, and, it, and it makes, I believe I believe is what's happening. It, it makes sense, you know, uh, Darren the Good. I just uh-huh. think it's the way to go. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with you know, um, I just I just I, I don't. See why Damon thinks he has a legitimate claim to well, throw. Well, he, ha- he, ha- he has the sword Blackfire, so, I mean, there's... there's it is the king's sword. <laughs> there's that. So. It is the king's sword. Um, yeah, but so... Uh, but yeah, yeah, we're definitely making some moves like that, and uh, and what's kind of kicked some of that off was was the, the Black Council episode on, on Patreon. We, re- we released three parts to that, mm-hmm. and um, just so you understand the reference of the Black Council, you know, there was a Black Council and there was a Green Council, mm-hmm. and it, it's just sort of like this civil war between the Targaryens, and so... Um, you know, we're kind of taking sides. It's just kind of neat to see that there were so many battles, so many moves made in the Dance of Dragons that when we get to that, it's going to be a lot of fun to cover. But uh, I started thinking about this in terms of the trivia, and I was like, we've got people making moves mm-hmm. in trivia. It's so, true. Yeah, got people making exciting. moves. I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and say, it. as far as I'm concerned, you know, I mean, Jon Snow may be a... Uh Maybe a black dragon. So I mean, <laughs> maybe we, we don't know in the in the right. books yet. So right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so all right. Well, uh, let's go ahead and start diving into some other things. So we've had a couple people. Yeah. Um, we've Maddie V and Lady Kelsey mm-hmm. uh, mentioned us. Uh, uh, hit us up, and we're just talking about that the ice dragon is referenced in the Duncan Egg series. Right. Yep. Um, and so what they're talking about there is it's actually a constellation. Mm-hmm. The ice dragon is is a is a const, is a constellation. Um, there is also, you know, talk of maybe some ice dragons that were like out in like the sh- the shivering sea and stuff yeah, like that. Like yeah. those may still exist and um, right, stuff right. like that. So there is actually some difference. I was doing some research on what some people consider actual ice dragons mm-hmm. and what. Um, oh God, uh, what's the, what's the 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 night king's dragon's name that he steals, Viserion. Okay, Viserion is that? He, oh, you mean in the show? Yeah. yeah. So Viserion. Some people are like, was he an ice dragon? Now, no, I don't think he's actually an ice dragon. I think he is a, you know, white walker. You know, white version yeah. of a dragon. Right, it's right. a. It's it gets it gets kind of kind of complex. But yeah. I think in the books he may actually have an actual ice dragon. Yeah. I could see that there's enough references made that mm-hmm. uh, that something could be awoke, you know, out of the wall um, or beyond, you know, in the land of always winter. You know what I mean? It's who knows? I, I really do think there could be something um, up there that we're not that we don't know about. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's it. Well, and uh, I wonder how long dead the dragon has to be. You know what I mean? Like, like right. c- could could the Night King or the great other whatever raise a dragon that is that is older? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't know. Just yeah. kind of, and I, and I don't even know too that I know we've mentioned the ice dragons a lot. I'm just going to give you both sides here. That if, like, like some some people believe the others are moving south in response to the dragons being yeah, reborn. reborn. So to me, I almost wonder if it's like there's just this idea that they have different powers and the dragons are mm-hmm. th- its own thing, you know, and there won't there yeah. won't be an ice dragon. I'm a big fan so, of the dragon reborn. 
Me too. Uh, yeah, uh, Randolph, Randolph Thor. Thor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah <so. laughs> oh my gosh. So, anyways, yeah, it's cool to hear that people are, are catching and, and and finding the mentions to the ice dragon. I like that. I like yeah. that connection. So please keep sending those for sure. So, um, okay, our first Raven. Uh, we've got a couple Ravens here. I'm just going to mention who they're all who they're from. You guys can stay tuned on these. We've got Sir uh, Jared of House Gebhart um, has sent us one. Aziz of Riyadh has sent us one. And uh, our good friend and regular correspondent now, uh, the ghost of Harrenhal. Mm-hmm. The ghost yes, still just keeps to not up. be revealed. It's so, amazing. Yeah. It is amazing. I'm, I'm a fan. Weekly correspondence. So um, let's dive into uh, Sir Jared's um, Raven this week. He says, hello, sirs. I was wondering if you lords would be interested in touching on the theory that Blood Raven became the three-eyed crow uh, that Bran you know, found after Blood Raven disappeared beyond the wall. Keep up the great work. Thanks for your time. Uh, appreciate the Raven. And I actually, we wanted to kind of start with this because it's an easy free flowing kind of conversation right. that Sir Matt and I have, have had, uh, for a while that, you know, wh- I mean, what do we think? Like, we really don't know in the book who necessarily the, do we, have, have, have we got any, any ideas to who? Well, I think, th- yeah, I think it's, I think it's pretty clear that it's, 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 Brendan Rivers is it uh, do, do they actually say Brendan Rivers in the in the so they definitely don't in the show in the show he is never he's just the three-eyed raven okay that's just okay. it we don't okay. know because he I don't even believe that he's ever mentioned yeah, as, I, I know it goes as far as to say that Brendan Rivers you know and that blood raven joined the night's watch was lord commander and goes was, missing goes missing you know on on arranging mm-hmm. um you know, and so the idea that he becomes the three-eyed crow in the books uh, is, is I think what everybody believes, right? I mean, that's uh, and Sir Matt is checking right now. Again, we do this off the cuff, so appreciate you guys. Yeah, right here. This is uh, so in a Dance of Dragons. With, okay. This is from the wiki, just so we can. Um, with the assistance of Cold Hands, Bran, Hodor, and the Reeds reached the three-eyed crow in a cave in the haunted forest. It is not an actual bird, but a man who says he was once called a he was once a lord called Brendan. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just kind of goes on to talk about himself a little bit more. So he may not actually it may not actually he may not actually say that oh I am like Brendan Rivers, but I believe mm-hmm. everyone just right. It, it's pretty it's pretty well, much confirmed. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Okay. I just wondered exactly like uh, and and, to, and today I actually went. We've had the uh, the. Um, electronic versions of the books and I'm getting tired of that. So I went and I got myself a couple, I have some that just sit on my shelf, but I wanted some that I could flip through during the show. So I just uh, pounded, I guess a couple, a couple books here so we can flip to the actual passages and sort of see what's going on because we're yeah, I mean, yeah, right here. Brennan has fine white long hair uh, enough to each reach the floor. He is missing one eye while the other is mm-hmm. red. Right. I mean, it's pretty, yep. it's pretty straightforward. And I believe, See, there's some there's some theory that there is a sword there, and most people think it's yep. Dark Sister. Right, could yep. also theoretically be Blackfire. Theoretically, well, yeah, we just don't have enough. I think uh, I think Fire and Blood is going to give us more on what happened with you know Bittersteel taking that sword, Blackfire. What, where did Black, where, where did Bittersteel take it to? Who right. has it? Did it ever mm-hmm. come back? Mm-hmm. You know, um, in whose hands was it? What was it last? Mm-hmm. You know, type of thing. So I don't know. Um, but anyways, yeah, for sure. So he was, I, I think he is, you know. Oh yeah, the, yeah. The, the three-eyed crow. Now, yeah. I, I always make the distinction between the three-eyed crow and the three-eyed raven versus the show, and I think it is the that one word crow versus raven s- s- symbolically very different. Um, and I've heard a lot of people on, uh, well, I've seen people on Reddit talk about this. I've seen other YouTubers talk about the idea that 
there's something else going on there. It's not as straightforward as, as we think it is uh, with a three-eyed crow. So and yeah. who he's serving slash is he serving the realm, serving himself? Is there is there more uh, to his maybe imprisonment? Right. Is Did he, he willingly go right. to that post? All of that good stuff. That's right. Yeah. So that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So that's definitely. There's definitely a lot of. And I always go back to. I think Blood Raven to me is by far the most intriguing character in like the whole lore, especially once you go back mm-hmm. to Duncan Egg. Yeah. Um. Just because he, he there's he's just such a unique. He knows things. Character. He's. I mean. Yeah. He's. Like, he's basically like Varus, you know, level like. Spider times right? twenty, yeah. like yeah, like far. He's he's basically he's like if take Varus and mix him with maybe like as a fighter. I mean, he's no slouch at no with a sword, <clears throat> yeah. And he's also like the best archer ever. So right, yeah. He has a the, he has a weirwood. He has a weirwood bow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, wasn't his wasn't he in charge of like the raven's teeth or something mm-hmm. like that? Yeah, the archers. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So so anyways, um, I mean he becomes. Lord command. I mean, he's hand of the king at one point. He's also, you know, um, he gets exiled because right. he, yeah, Lord commander. So he goes so, up yeah. with uh, Maester Aemon. They go yeah. at the same time. Yep, mm-hmm. and so they serve for quite a bit of time together. Yep, yep. Yeah, interesting that that we don't get a whole lot about that from Aemon, do we? I don't think we get no. a whole lot. So we'll have to go go dive into that a little bit. But anyways, yeah, um, yeah. So I, I would just say, you know, Sir Jared, that I think that's. It is kind of confirmed that, that he is, you know, the, yeah. the three-eyed crow in the yeah. book. Air quote there. Confirmed. Yeah, but why? But, um, we don't really know why. he What 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 happens? Does he get imprisoned? Yep. I don't And know. I love to speculate on that. That's that's the thing is that, you know, I am sort of a, of the belief that there is way more going on there than we realize. And that there are other children who are connected to the Weirwood Network. And I'm not so sure what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, and I'm not so sure what to, to what extent they're, the the powers. That I they have I bet are. I bet he somehow stump, stumbled across some children in the forest, and maybe you know you gotta mention they would have some green sight too. They would maybe you know you get like a green sight child or something that knows who he is, and they're like, yeah. oh, you know, you think you have a thousand eyes in one as that's right. the thing. Like I'll show you, but like not, that doesn't that none of that compares to the power. And then he also has green sight, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and so maybe he you know, tries out this weirwood or maybe there's weirwoods up there. Right. So, mm-hmm. and you know, he's into like alchemy and this kind of stuff. So yeah. he would have to maybe know. So maybe he knows. Well, and weirwoods feed off of, off, off of blood too. So there's that mm-hmm. whole connection too, that it's sort of draining that they take blood sacrifices in a sense mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. Um, now, now something that I think is interesting about green sight and, and green dreams. And I've been thinking about this more because I was, we started that new, you know, segment um, green dreams on Patreon and, I, I was thinking to myself that if you have a green dream, like like if Sir Matt has a green dream and I have one, they I have be, them all the time. I, I, do, I do too. But yours are different than mine. Yours mm-hmm. might be about a different part of Westeros. Mine could be about Essos. What, how are they connected? Who's mm-hmm. putting all those pieces well, together? Well, and sometimes they have the same ones. Right, exactly. Remember, uh, during, at the end of Game of, at the, at the very end of Game of Thrones, Bran and Rickon have the same, same. Mm-hmm. dream about right. Ned, Ned Stark. Yeah. In the crypts of Winterfell, and then, then they find out how oh, he died. Exactly. Yeah, and and so it just uh, you, the, there's a mystery to that. Is in like, what power is it that's sending those dreams to them? Which god, you know, mm-hmm. what powers that be? And is it more that 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 um, Brenda Rivers has that sight, but then has a fuller picture of it through the Weirwood Network? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
Because that's what it seems like. It seems like with the werewoods, he can go and see anything because he has that sight. But just by himself, it's limited. You know, it's, it's as we say, as, as Sir Matt has always said, point of view matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and point of view matters in these stories. And so, you know, your green dream versus my green dream could be about two different things. How do those work together? Well, sounds like Blood Ra- seems like Blood Raven might have had a uh, found a way in which he could piece all of it together. Mm-hmm. So that's that's I don't know that and that that's cool if that's the case, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's that knowledge that's going to defeat the great other or mm-hmm. you know or the, the well. Airport it also Night seems King. it also seems like he. You know, I was thinking about this. Is that he may not because remember in the show he says to Bran like you can't change the past but mm-hmm. then we see that brand does mm-hmm. so i guess my question is is because he is more of the blood of like valyrians mm-hmm. where he doesn't have that first men blood and we know that the first men ha- you know and the children mm-hmm. like that's where you started getting the green seers and right. all that kind of stuff so maybe brand because he has the blood of the first men has more power and that's why brand can change can change events, yeah. And it seems like it's very subtle too. It's not like he's appearing to people or things like that, but like because because he also because he also just kind of gives him like I think he could have been the Thread Raven for the rest of time, you know, unless they, like they finally just kills him, kills him. But it, what you mean, Brandon Rivers? Yeah, I don't know. It, it does do seem think, like do, he's it extends your life, ex- but but to a certain extent, right? Yeah, because it seems like he, there has to be some flesh and blood there that it's that it's preserving, but yet it's it's also taking from, right? You know, so. Um, I don't know. Show and book could be totally different. Brand may not leave. I know. I know. They could be completely different. Yeah. Totally different. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and he may not have that same influence that he has in, um, in the show. He right. may not have that same influence on, on right. different events. So, uh, kind of neat, but anyways, all right. Um, ready to move on? Yeah. Okay. Uh, next one here. Let's move on to, um, uh, which way we got. Oh, uh, Aziz of Riyadh. We've got, uh, a, a raven from him. And this is an interesting one. Um, we talked about this one a little bit. We just didn't, haven't dived into it. We haven't. Yeah. I, mean, I think today we'll actually read his list and then, and we can kind of just talk about his list a little bit. I think this is cool. We did a top 10 fighters of Westeros, um, or just the world in general. And he kind of came up with a top list of, um, of politicians mm-hmm. for the, you which know, is really, yeah, really good. Yeah. Right. So he believes that the politics is the most important subject in the books, uh, book series and the TV show. Um, let's see. His list would look something like this. Okay, so number ten. So this is this is from ten to one, as mm-hmm. in the most maybe influential best best politician. Okay, mm-hmm. number ten, John Aaron. All right, I'm just should I just read the whole list and then tell yeah, each yeah. of them. Okay, so number ten, John Aaron. Um, number nine, Roose Bolton. Um, number eight, the Iron Bank of Bravos. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, number seven, Peter Baelish. Yeah, that's a good one, mm-hmm. right? Uh, number six. Um, Olena Tyrell, that's also good. Um, number five, Duran Martell. Number four, Tywin Lannister. Number three, Cersei Lannister. Number two, Varys. And number one, Tyrion Lannister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Regards. So this is uh, yeah. So this is this is specifically the main books and like the TV show. This isn't like yeah. of all time or anything. This is just so this is like right. main main series. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Yep, yeah. Just just the main series. Um, what do you think of that list, Sir Matt? Uh well I'll just I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go down it here John Aaron at ten actually I may have him a little bit higher because he actually pretty much keeps the realm stable for like the, all that time under Robert Baratheon or Robert Baratheon yeah. he does make some moves that at the time I think were pretty good like hey no you should marry Cersei Lannister it'll stabilize the realm yeah yep 
Um, Mm -hmm. That seems pretty good. Obviously, his downfall is that, you know, he starts to ask a little too many questions. Right. And he was also, I think he he got lulled into this comfort, right? Mm -hmm. He was getting older and he was comfortable with like the way you sort of get into like a groove, Right. right? And he starts to trust people. He's not looking to advance anymore. He's the hand of the king. And right. his squire is trying to advance. His people around him are trying to advance. And that's all good and well. No one wants to kind of go against John Aaron here until he starts asking hard questions about mm-hmm. the Lannisters. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, yeah. And so, so yeah. So, John Aaron, I may have a little, I may have just a little bit higher because I think he's just kind of like a solid, a solid rock. But yeah, great that you have him on the list. Uh, number nine, Bruce mm-hmm. Bolton. Yeah. Yeah. He's a schemer in the books. He is, he is a, schemer. a schemer. I mean, he is constantly, uh, 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 you know, here and there with his alliances. I mean, at one point he's supporting Rob Stark and the Starks, right? And then he's he's all over the place. Whatever can get him, you know, to a higher seat and, and advance him. He's really one of those guys who's pushing to like advance himself in the Seven Kingdoms, mm-hmm. big time. You know, makes that deal with Walter Frey and his and his daughter. You know, gets a little wealthier. You know, gets another alliance there. Um, yeah. What What do you think? Yeah, I, I guess we just I don't think we just know enough about him. Um, yeah. In like, because it seems like yeah, he makes some really good political moves at like one point in time. Because mm-hmm. um, you know, like you could you could make the almost same argument for Walter Frey. Yes. Is that Walter Walter Frey? Same thing. Hey, I, here this is going to work in my favor. I'm going to do it. Right, almost like later in life, Walter Frey, and it depends. You know, you just got you have a long. Well, I don't believe the Frey banners. Career. Also, I don't think the Frey the Frey's fought in the Wyvern's Rebellion. I think that is kind of like hung out. No, yeah. Did, well, did did they answer House Tully's? I don't know. I'd have to I'd have to look into that. I don't think during Robert's did. Rebellion. Yeah, I don't think they did. They're not listed as one of the big. But right. if, if House Tully was there, they might have sent some yeah. called their banners and had a few men. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But uh, anyways, you're right. Yeah. They do kind of. They're a lot like the Lannisters in that they would bide their time, right? And oh, they would absolutely. Yeah. Be slow to marshal their forces and stuff like that. So yeah. So yeah. Um, the Iron Bank of, Bank of Bravos definitely agree with that one, and kind of its placement. Um, they're yeah. Uh, they have a lot of power. They can kind of do whatever they want, especially in the show where they're just like, "Should we back you?" And then they kind of do agree to because Cersei says, "Hey, I can get you all this money." Yeah, I, I want to throw a question out to to, to the listeners. How I mean I I haven't looked a whole lot into the Iron Bank when they come in and out of the of the series it's like whoa they carry some weight right mm-hmm. and the Iron Bank super, is the Iron Bank yeah and but my thing is how did they become that right. wealthy what how did the Iron Bank form I haven't looked it up on the wiki or anything so I'm just right. being completely honest with everybody because Davos and Stannis go over there to try yeah. and get money and right. and the Iron Bank says no right exactly yeah. so I just kind of wondered you know with the, with that. You know, uh, Bravos is just a really interesting city. You know, mm-hmm. it's 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 pretty cool. So I just kind of, if you're listening out there, uh, want to answer that question or give us a little more uh, background research, send us a raven. Yeah. Um. Obviously, Peter Baelish at seven. Man, you could probably have him. Peter Baelish. I. I but just, it, it, his his list just gets so good after that. So then it's it's it, right. It's 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 tough. Yeah. Well, I think um. You know he. He definitely is. I would almost have him a little higher. You know, because I don't necessarily know what's going to go on at the end of this series. I've seen what they've done in the show. I don't think that's how he dies in the books at all. I think it's totally yeah. different. Right. I, I think, yeah, I actually, it is completely different. I don't know that he will actually die that way. I don't know if he'll die at all, to be quite honest with you, because he's that type of schemer. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, 
Anyways, just just his plotting the way that oh, he's for able sure. to manipulate, use the land. I actually, to get the I've always, I've always thought that Baelish would actually kill Varys. I always thought that those two would be connected, and yeah. that's how. Yeah, yeah, that, that right. Uh huh. I, 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 I almost was, feel like they did it in the show because they didn't have anything for those characters to do. What do you mean? Oh, you mean because they didn't know what to do? I feel, I yeah, I feel like I feel like they had their end game, and they were just kind of like, all right, well, so much of this other stuff's going to be happening that like we're going to have to figure something out for Arya and Sansa to do. Yeah, like because that and I've said we've said it before and I think, you know, just some of it has to do with the just the fact that these actors haven't played together. Mm -hmm. And I almost feel like there was a directive from the directors just being like, all right, everyone should kind of feel like uh, maybe like that was just their over like theme. Like you guys, none of you guys have been together. These are like totally intermingling styles because that's basically what happens that last season is that you have all these different characters from totally different walks of life coming together and maybe that was kind of their theme mm-hmm. yeah. um because that aria sansa stuff it just feels awkward yeah it does. not not just like the plot but just like the acting on screen just feels it just feels awkward I mean, and, and uh i think it was um who else said that um well, that, the, that it was awkward yeah lady um maester evans tip oh yeah she yeah, said yeah. the same thing she said the same thing she's like doesn't it, it just feels kind of awkward yeah yeah she yeah, right yeah well, and yeah, and, and that's why I think, you know, you're onto something there in that I don't think that's how it's going to go in the book at all. Right. I don't know. I, we, we, they, maybe it does. Maybe they did. Maybe they do have a little bit more. You know, they got some of these minor maybe characters. That's an, maybe that's actually an advantage as maybe why Gurr wants the show to end is so he can kind of see. I mean, he has his ideas of where the character's going to go, but now he can kind of see like, mm-hmm. hey, does this work? I know. You know, the thing that, that upsets me about that, though, is that, is that I just, he's being, he could be influenced by it. I want him. I know he's got stuff outlined and I know he's got the end game in mind. But I and I've listened to how he writes and he is a very, uh, you know, everything evolves. The, yeah. the characters evolve and it is a very free like it's it's evolving as he goes. Right. That's why he has so many what I call the, these these threads that right. I'm like where the hell do well, they go I don't you know? I don't like I don't think that if he wants to do R plus L equals J and like everyone's kind of figured it out and like let's just say that's what he's going with. I don't think that's changing his mind, but some of this smaller stuff, Mm -hmm. I think he can look at, I think he might look at and be like, you know what? That's not a good idea. So I don't know. It's kind of interesting actually. Like it's a very, very weird thing. Anyway, continuing on here. Number six, Elena uh, Tyrell. Yeah. Absolutely agree. Yeah. Queen of Thorns. Yeah. It was me. (laughs) Like, right. And, and in the books, um, you know, she is actually like I think betrothed to one of the Targaryens, and often talks about how that didn't really work out. And she ends up, um, you know, she's scheming now for her house, right? And she wants her granddaughters, you know, to rise, and her sons. She's trying to get you know Sansa uh, to marry her um, uh, Marjorie Tyrell's older brother. You know, at one point, mm-hmm. who's kind of like not. He has a bad leg, I think, or something like that, and and so she's she's definitely trying to set their their house up, you know, um, better off than they than they than they are now. You know, the 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 Tyrells rise to power right with House Gardner uh, mm-hmm. falling. You know, during the the conquest, you know, they've been kind of schemers s- since the you know beginning, right? Um, Wow, Sir Matt's blowing up. Sir Matt's right? phone's blowing. Is that up, another so. Raven? Did, did uh, no, <laughs> it's 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 not. Unfortunately, uh, unfortunately. Um, so it's yeah, a, it's it's uh, it's 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 reminding me that uh, there's uh, something something we're gonna do after after we after we're done with this with this episode. Uh, 
Yeah. There's a uh, a kingdom we have to uh, yeah. in- investigate. Right. Uh, yeah. There's a, there's the, yeah. there's a king we're we're looking into. Yeah. There's tonight. a king we're, we plan on looking into as he uh, as he, he he's trying to take another another crown. Yeah. 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 We'll so, see if he can. Yeah. We'll, we'll, see if he we'll, can. we'll see if he can. Maybe <laughs> maybe not in this conquest, but I'm hoping it turns into a, a war of about seven battles. Yeah. I think, I think, it, I think right. I think it's possible. I think mm-hmm. I think it. it It'll take, pre- seven. Seems I think it'll take seven. Yeah. He's pretty lopsided. He's pretty lopsided. But he's beaten them, you know, he's it's, beaten it's, his foes well, before. But it's basically just the king versus the golden company. That's really much. what's going on. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, man. Yeah. So 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 we'll we'll see. We are from Ohio, the kingdom of Ohio, yeah. after, after, right. after all. All right. So, um, yeah, the the Queen of Thorns, man, I good good choice. I just think her house, she's doing... You know, and she's, yeah, she's Elena plotting. Redwine is uh, actually where she's yeah her original thing, and uh, just really interesting thing here. Um, so her name, so the woman who plays her actually, Diana Rigg. Did you know? I believe she was a Bond. Absolutely, girl. she was. She was yeah. a Bond girl. Have you? Uh, somebody posted a picture a while a while ago. There's like a picture of her when she's like younger, and she actually looks quite like Natalie Dormer. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I actually, I actually kind of like. The, oh, um, she's great. The Tyrell house, to be honest with you. They're an interesting house to me. So, yeah. Oh, wow. They totally look alike. Yeah, when she was when she was younger. Wow. Yeah. We're going to have to post that on the page. Yeah. What Bond girl was she? Page. Um, no idea, man. <laughs> That's definitely uh, a tangent. It is. It is. It is a tangent. But now, now Sir I Matt will look it up. I will continue with on her list. Majesty's Secret Service. Oh uh, well, that makes sense. That may. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, <laughs> that, is, that is unfortunate. Um, I'm sure all of our all of our English uh, listeners are like, "What? That's what? A great one? No, it's not. It's the worst. Sorry. Whoa. <laughs> oh gosh. I love I love James Bond. I do. Um, anyway, back to the list. Duran Martell. Um, Duran Martell. This one I I have to say, unfortunately, I am not super familiar with. Yeah. Him. Well, um so the marriage alliances, that's right. been his big thing, right? Is trying to get um you know, you basically to bring Dorne into the realm. Um Daenerys Targaryen, the the right the former, was was married, you know, to um to one of the Dornish uh princes. I can't think of his name right now. But uh, to, to sort of bring them into the fold, right? It was those marriage alliances that, you know, um, helped sort of seal this peace. And, and actually, they fall under the seven. They kept their title of, you know, uh, prince or princess uh, in Dorne. But uh, Duran Martell is kind of scheming to get his son to go, you know, um, marry Daenerys Targaryen. And there was a pact made. There was, an, uh, there was something at one point uh, to where, um, you know, House Martell and House Targaryen were going to make some sort of alliance. And now he uses his, um, his, his daughter, mm-hmm. um, to try and seek out this new, um, Aegon, right? So this, so this, um, young Griff who's coming, mm-hmm. uh, to Westeros to sort of secure an alliance there. You want Dorne's help. Uh, and I dude, I think, man, by the way, that is, if it, anyone who's listening and, and, and you, you know a little bit about, uh, this alliance and what could be happening in winds of winter. I have not read it yet. And I just started skimming it the other day and is it Ariana mm-hmm. uh, Mart- Martell? Big deal, dude. Bigger oh, deal than I thought it was going to be, honestly. I-, I did not anticipate it. Because Dorne has been kind of quiet mm-hmm. in-, 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 in all of this. And so to see them making moves here with, uh, with an invading force, m- number one, makes a lot of sense. Uh, and number two, I just think it's, you know, it's-, it's a smart move. I mean, 
Dorne does not get along with the rest of the Seven Kingdoms, and they know how to deal with a conquest. They know how to deal with Aegon the Conqueror. So they're not like afraid of of these other kingdoms, you know. So they're raiders. No one comes into their into, into their kingdom and really owns them or takes them down. That's yeah. never really happened. They are, mm-hmm. you know, they're unbent, yeah. unbowed, so, and unbroke. That's right. Yeah, and in the so. show, they just they basically just cut them out. Which is unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, I actually liked though that they got some of the sand snakes in there, and they and yeah. I mean it was I thought those were good. Those are cool scenes. Yeah, yeah, where like Bronn is captured and right, yeah. right, and they send different. You know, they they don't bring in other because I didn't get that. It's I hard actually, to cast I other. actually will say this. I think the whole Dorn part. I know we we say this a lot. I think it of anything is going to be the most different in the books because H sure. because a lot of people you can like emergency awesome see these other people. They said that the Dornish episodes of Game of Thrones are the like ones that feature Dorn heavily are the lowest rated. Um, game. So not after you get past the Viper stuff, like mm-hmm. when they doing the Sand Snake stuff, yeah. it's the, they're the lowest rated segments in like in Game of Thrones in the right. show. And yeah. so that's why the showrunners were quickly like, yeah, let's just avoid doing more stuff on Dorn. And that's see that is the biggest thing is why the shows and the books are different. I think mostly because they have to adhere to ratings. Right. So yeah. that is so I think that the Dornish stuff is going to be much more drawn out, much and it's really it's interesting and cool. And yeah. so yeah. I think it will be the most different. Gotcha. Yeah, I think it will be too. And and I think that's clear just from Winds of Winter, which is what surprised me. So mm-hmm. so yeah. All right, uh, let's move on to Tywin Lannister. Absolutely. He definitely should be in the top 5. Oh, yeah. Right. It's tough. It's tough. It, once you once you get to the top four, it, like his his top four, I think you could put in any order. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Taiwan. I you could I, you could all I could almost see the argument that Taiwan's number one. Yeah, yeah he does. He does. Um, but but as uh, he, I'm I'm completely fine with him at four. Um, yeah, I mean Taiwan's a boss. He the, the the funny thing is that his downfall is is Tyrion's downfall as well. Is that he gives Tyrion all these chances. Hey, like he he legit gives Tyrion a chance to be hand of the king and prove himself. He says, "Just don't do this one thing," and Tyrion right. does it. Right, and then that's kind of what causes Tyrion to say, "Well, like I'm not I'm not dealing with this." And then that's why he kills Shay and kills right. kills his dad. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean that it's uh, his uh, Tyrion. It does end up being sort of like his. It is his downfall, right? But it's also like I don't know. He just that's the one. You know, child, right? That he can't, like, he can't rule. He can't. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. He, he uh, you know, I mean, he is giving him chances and stuff like that. But yet, I don't know. It just he's yeah. he's done him wrong. Well, That's where he, he's his, his big there is a uh, there is a mistake. big there is a big there is a big theory we were uh, reading about the other night that says that does Tywin know about uh, that Elena or Elena Tyrell was going to murder Joffrey and let it happen. Yeah, and that would show me that that would be one of the reasons why he's in the top five. Absolutely, because oh, I almost think he might have been planning on doing it himself because he says to Cersei like, "You need to control." In the show, he's uncontrollable. Mm-hmm. He has caused a war. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the, t- taking Ned Stark's head caused this whole thing. Oh, he yeah, he was like that was stupid. He, yeah, in would, the show, would, right. in the show, he tells Jamie that was stupid of right. you to challenge Ned Stark. Yep, one because I think Ned Stark would have beat him. Whoa, and two, <laughs> yeah. Adam Parker just went off like yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. So, so did a bunch of our other northern. That's right. That's right. Um, said Amen, and um, two because it was totally dumb. It was so stupid. Yeah, it was because it sets off it sets off this war. Yep, it does. It does, and that's. That's where, you know, he has that older wizen sort of like sees the bigger picture, not as impulsive and things like that. And I think Tyrion can do that as well. 
but is still this it's youth. I think sometimes mm-hmm. there's themes of like youth in here and being rash and impulsive and stuff like that. So, you know, um, but yeah, he, and he passes on so many good lessons. You were showing me clips the other day, like we were looking at the top 10 mo- uh, Tywin moments. On oh, YouTube. My gosh. oh my gosh. See, dude. those aren't in the books, are they? Some of them are, um, right. but not, not the same way. They, they, they portray it really well on the show. Really yeah, is well. The Aria, is the Aria, and people are like, wow, you, you're supposed to be the expert here, Sir Matt. But as I've said, I've seen the show, and I'm like now plowing through you're the plowing books. You're plowing through, yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, I, I read the first book and then hadn't really touched them, but I just read the Wiki and stuff. Does the Aria Tywin stuff happen in the books? I don't think it does. What do you mean? Where Aria is like his hand cupbearer? Cupbearer. I think it does, doesn't it? Or is it someone else? I don't think I don't know because right now I'm in the second book and it hasn't happened. Man, this is why I hate TV showisms <laughs> and movieisms, right? Because they, they, they do saturate your mind. They, they saturate my mind. Yeah, yeah. Because now you got me questioning. I thought I thought for sure that uh, he comes in there. I mean, he does come to Harrenhal, right? And he's yeah, he does. He does, but in in the books. So in 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 the show, what happens is Tywin Lannister shows up and like that's when they're being they're like torturing, right? They're about to kill Gendry. Yeah. Um, in the books. Right. It's not that, that does, he doesn't that, like, come that, in the same way. Right. But in the show, it's really cool because he comes in and he's like, you know, they're about to kill Gendry. And he's like, do you have a, a trade? And he's like, I'm a smith. And he looks at, um, I forget the guy's name, but it's a guy Arya kills later who has needle. And um, he's like, you are going to kill. He's like, do we not have enough, you know, people to work around here? And like, that's just another cool scene that you get from him in, yeah. in, the, in the show. Right. Um, let's see. I got it right here. It is Roose Bolton is in there as well. So um, let's see. Roose Bolton. What? Well, now she does. She she works for. She works for. Um, I believe. Oh God, what is his name? Um, she's she's working right now where I'm at. She's working for uh, this guy, and I I can't remember his name. Uh, but it's something. It's something weird. The tick. Uh, no, the ticklers torturing people. She is with Argo Hope? We like Weasel or Weeze is his name. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and then she does. Um, Arya realizes she should have said a more important name, such as uh, Lord Tywin Lannister. I mean, yeah. Maybe it is Roose Bolton. There at that at that part. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So, it, so is, yeah. Is, is is it? Roose yeah. Bolton? Yeah. So totally. So totally. So totally different. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. So Roose Bolton. So does Tywin come to Harrenhal? Is my question in in the in the, in the books? You've got me asking questions now. I know now we're now it's the show. The show. This is why the show saturates everything. Yeah. That's why you guys you guys stick stick to the books here. Okay. All right. Well, we'll do some more research and we'll we'll, we'll get back to that. Um, who's next? Um, uh, next is Cersei Lannister. Cersei Lannister. Yeah. Um, you know, and I've been I've been I'm working on a doc right now to to I said this in the past to kind of put the different people around Cersei and then connect them to people in history to, to kind of predict as to who might betray who and who is you know giving false information and things like that. That's the other thing that that Gur does really well is you have unreliable narrators sometimes. You know, like uh, we we have uh, in, in the Ghost of Harrenhal, uh, Raven. We're going to talk about one an, an unreliable source of information when we get to that here in, here in a few moments. But you know. I'm trying to piece that together because she is very good at manipulating them, but I also think Cersei herself can be manipulated too. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or at least what, we'll, what girl would do is you think that, and then the next thing you know, it's like, no, she really knew all along this person was going to betray her, etc., because she understands the Game of Thrones and this power struggle more than more than. Yeah, so I, I just realize. I just read just just because I, I want to confirm here. Yeah, it is. That's right. Yeah, 
and now I'm remembering is that yeah, she is Roose Bolton's cupbearer, not Tywin Lannister's. Yeah. But those scenes in the show are really the Tywin um, because there's the same interactions. I mean, yeah, I think I think Roose is still asking her some of the or he he's he's still appreciate right. like like he comes in with that same mm-hmm. um mentality yep as to what are we doing here you yep. know what i mean with, with with all like like we're he basically cleans it up i think mm-hmm. you know so because wasn't uh Clegane, what wasn't he there the in, mountain in, the mountain yeah. in, in charge of some of this and he's just ruthless and he's just because well, letting... the mountain the, they get captured and then the mountain is like marching them along and yeah. like so you get some of that you get right. a lot more of that where they're like marching along and the mountain's just like stopping at little you know, they're just stopping at little like villages, I guess, on their way up, and he's like asking them questions, like "Where's Beric Dondarrion?" And people have no idea. Right, and then yeah. yep. He just like rapes and kills people, you know, and pillages on their on their way up. But that, so like that, when they get captured, so you have like an Arya chapter, then it comes back and does another one, and it says like, "Well, Gendry was a smith, so like she didn't really see him, and like they didn't kill him or torture him or anything because they knew he was needed." So that's how like that happens. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. Okay. Good. Glad we cleared that up. Yeah. Um, what? Number two, what, what did you think on Cersei though? What, what oh, absolutely. Number three, Cersei. Cersei, you could almost argue is number one. It could still come down to she's sitting on the Iron Throne at the end. I would not do be you, surprised if it wasn't. If, yeah, I would be really surprised if it wasn't. Excuse me. Do you think we're going to get something similar to what we got in the show with the with the um, where she blows up the sept and everything? Yeah. Do you think we're yeah, going to get something like that? I do. I okay. Abs- I absolutely. Absolutely. I actually do kind of think that she could turn into the air quote here Mad Queen. You mm-hmm. know, and I think that would make a lot of sense. You know, to kind of parallel the magic. Well, and, and it just makes sense. So, like, so originally when I was watching this for the, you know, very first time and I was going through the first book, this was my initial thoughts in Game of Thrones. Yeah, I, I believe I started, I got into it when I think season three was out. So I thought before I realized how complex and good of this of a story this is, I was like, oh, okay, it's going to be pretty. Once you see Ned Stark die, I was like, okay, it's probably going to come down to like Joffrey and Bran. Like they're mm-hmm. going to grow up and then they're going to fight each other. Mm-hmm. And yep. so I was like, oh, okay. Then Joffrey dies. I was like, oh, okay. So now I have no idea where this is going. And um, anyway, though, if you think about it, though, is like you still, I really like that Gur does this. So you have the White Walkers, which are kind of that off screen, you know, villain that's it's ultimately going to come down to. But you still have, you still really do need that one just constant villain. And it's Cersei. Mm-hmm. And she's yeah. written so well in that really once you get to about, you know, book four, you know, Book five, when Cersei is dealing with the high septums and the faith is, and you see this, it's really well done in the show is like, you actually start to root for her. You're actually rooting mm-hmm. for Cersei. Right. True. It's like, yeah. you start rooting for the villain. This is why Gur writes, as he calls them like gray characters. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It is. It and is so really for good. then to have her go even more off the deep end and then turn back into like ultra villain is just great. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, okay. Yeah. Good. Let's get, uh, what do we got? Number two. Mm-hmm. Varys. Oh, Varys. Yeah. 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 Um, well, I mean, I think his actual, his, his scheming goes far beyond, uh, stuff in Westeros. It's like that's that. the thing that's cool to me is that he is this bridge, I think between Essos and Westeros. And that is neat. I almost, he, he and Illyrio are, are kind of working together, right? Could have some secret union could be, you know, uh, one of them, I think they, there's there's theories, and, and people who have listened and read the series will, will, will know this, but that Illyrio possibly married a Blackfire at one mm-hmm. point, you know, had Aegon and, you know, is, is claiming that he's a true Targaryen or that Varys himself was a Blackfire or 
a, a Targaryen, Targaryen. You know what I mean? So or a merman. There's that or there that. too. Yeah, yeah. There's all. I mean, that's what that's what's great though is that when you start to kind of look at like. Varys is such a mysterious character mm-hmm. that you can go, you can go a lot of different directions. You 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 are kind of confused in the beginning, like what? Who is he? He's, he keeps talking about being for the realm and and working for the greater good of the realm. And he sees you know Ed, uh, Ned Stark, Eddard Stark, as someone who does advance the morals and the good good nature, good temper of of the realm. And he doesn't like, I don't think, the idea that he's going to be killed and is trying to help him, trying to persuade. Mm-hmm. Him. He's very manipulative too, though. Uh, but at the same time, he has a his weakness. I believe is he has this soft spot, this soft uh, spot for like for bastards, which there's your connection to House Blackfire, right? Right, and and children, and then just the you know kids getting sold he into likes slavery. Tyr- he likes Tyrion, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's those two kind of have that uh, that connection. Yeah, and that's and, why they're one and two. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and and Varys, Varys is still that character where I'm just like, man, I don't know where. He goes, and we've talked about this before, because once once you get kind of the end game, and this is why, again, show and books, so different. In the show, I'm kind of like, I don't really know what else is left for Varys. Because, mm-hmm. you know, there's really two enemies left. You have, the, you have the Night King and then Cersei. And so what, like, how is it, what political backstabbing is he going to do? Right. You, you, like you, you know, you know what I mean. Like it's, well, it seems like it seems like a kind of over now. He does have. We are going to get, I think, a Melisandre Varys kind of confrontation mm-hmm. or, showdown, or, showdown. Yeah. Um, but in the books, there's so many options because you have the Golden Company, you right. know, coming over, and is he supporting um, Young Griff as Aegon? Mm-hmm. Is he mm-hmm. supporting? You know these like black fires, and so there's a lot. There's he has. There's, he's he's a lot more dynamic character in the books, and you really get in the books just how powerful he is, and that's why he absolutely should be number two. Yeah, uh, for sure. And let me, let me make one more plug here too about the whole. You know, he and Illyrio conspiring together, right? Um, there's this idea that that House Targaryen and House Blackfire, if there are, and this is all air quote here, right? If there are still descendants of House Blackfire, which it's rumored that there are, but that's not necessarily confirmed um, that they could be the union. Like it could be bringing those two houses back together. Um, it would be the opposite of a dance of dragons, right? You know, where they're kind of bringing the Targaryen uh, house back to life type of thing. And, mm-hmm. and that would be kind of cool. You know, I don't think it would result in a new house. I think it's just ex- legitimizing them and you know, whatnot, or just having the Alliance, I guess is cool. Okay. On to our Number good one. friend, well, Tyrion. we talked about Tyrion, I guess, a little bit. We did. Well, I mean, we 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 could talk about him. Number one, I was gonna say, Tyrion. Well, I, because, yeah, number one, Tyrion. Uh, I agree with that. You know, uh, you know, uh, Lord Adam Parker sent sent me a, a good thing a while back when we did that first that John chapter where he has his first conversation with Tyrion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, t- it talks about Tyrion standing there and his shadow is cast as big as a king. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could you imagine? I think, you <laughs> know, the, you I don't know. Sometimes when I think about it a little bit more, you know, this bittersweet ending, maybe Tyrion does sit the Iron Throne. Because if you think yeah. about it, so John is definitely somebody who's worthy because mm-hmm. he doesn't want it. It would be something John never wants. Yeah. But I could see like John and Daenerys dying and then it goes to Tyrion, which would be theoretically putting a, an entirely new house mm-hmm. in. Because they're yeah. definitely not doing the Tyrion is a Targaryen theory in the book or in the show mm-hmm. could yeah. still could still happen in the books but I, I don't i don't think so um although i like it yeah but in the show i i 
I could I could just see you kill John, you kill Danny, and then Tyrion takes it, and then maybe Davos is his hand of the king. That, that'd just be like well, a, it could be you know like like they've had great councils in the past, right. right? To figure out who should be the next king, and I think of a great count if that doesn't happen and there's there's discord, you could have back to seven kingdoms. Yeah. You could go back, you know, the the Iron Throne could be. I don't. There would be that would be very. I don't think they're going to do that, but right. that's just a, that's a possibility. Also, you have House Blackfire, who is created. Damon just creates a house called Blackfire because he has the sword mm-hmm. Blackfire, and he said he could have he, he could have just kept calling himself Targaryen, right? He could have, yeah, because yeah. he was he was legitimized, right? Right. But he, um, I just think you know Tyrion, right? If if he finds out something about his own, you know parentage or whatever that's different than what he thought uh, or what the what the realm knows he can make his own house um he could just i don't know you know what i'm saying he, he there's yeah. there's things that there are uh Gur has laid the foundation for those things to be something that could happen in the yeah. series and and this this is a, this is like not the biggest point in the world but i'm pretty sure that peter dinklage has top billing I'm pretty sure when you watch when <laughs> yeah. you watch the intro and everyone talks uh-huh. is the is the intro holding any secrets? Well, I think it does when you look at who has top billing yeah. uh, in terms of their character. He's the king. He is. I think he is the biggest yeah. the biggest the biggest character. And really, I mean, I don't know when you start talking about who's who's the biggest star cuz Kit Harrington doesn't really do a lot of stuff outside of Game of Thrones. And I guess like Amelia Clark, you could argue yeah, she's pretty mm-hmm. big, Leona Hattie. Yeah, but Peter Dinklage, I don't know, man. He's in a lot of stuff. Right. Well, they all kind of got this though when this started back in what 2011. Well, or Peter something? Dinklage had been in other. Yeah, I'm not saying he hasn't, but I just yeah. mean like, like Kit Harrington and those guys. This was right. sort right. of their their in, I think. Mm-hmm. But, anyways, yeah. So this is a great list, Aziz. This is this is awesome. Yeah. Uh, I think you know, Sir Matt and I will have to come up with with our own. Um, you know, uh, which, is, be, which is pretty actually, close. Might actually, be pretty still have a lot close. Of the, a lot of these players. Yeah, and there. if you were and and real quick, if you were talking about people outside of this, so you were talking people outside of just the the, the history, mm-hmm. um, you know, Aegon, the Conqueror would really. Yeah, sure. Other than that, most of this list would be the same. But I'd probably include Aegon and like Blood Raven. Sure, I get you mean if you included the histories and things like that. Yeah, I don't know if I'd yeah. really, and I guess you'd have to include Jaehaerys, who we'll be talking about uh, this upcoming week. Jaehaerys the first. Jaehaerys, yeah, uh, Nymeria, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, different people, different rulers who were. You know, didn't what use about uh, when he when he doesn't when he doesn't have it here? Uh, two you could really make an argument for though, uh, Jon Snow and Daenerys mm. as politicians. Yeah, I mean um, John's. I mean Jon Snow does become Lord Commander, mm-hmm. and then he uh, does brings become, the Wildlings in. Does become King of the North. Yeah, and then Daenerys. I mean, she pretty much takes over Essos. Uh huh. Yeah, although her reign That's does not seem by, very good. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think the yeah when but you still. look at the when you look at the politicians, I think I think I think you almost have to you know because what he's done here is right. He's, he's looking at not really with the exception of maybe Tywin, like non-fighters, right? And also rule like not necessarily like the rule like not right. He's looking at your small council members, mm-hmm. really people who are helping to run and scheme and stuff like that. So whereas like Robert Baratheon took the throne by force. You right. know what I mean? But then was a um, god awful ruler. Right. I mean, so Aegon yeah. the Conqueror, your case there is he conquers the realm, takes it by force with dragons, and then, but it then ha- rules it then rules well. Pretty well. And is very smart politically. But also how he takes the throne, where he, like, you know, declares some, like, has, puts on a crown and tries to do things in the customs. Yeah, that's what I mean. There's subtle things where right. he's adopting. So there's, the yeah, there's other, there's other parts. There's a mixed too. bag. But yeah. if you look at strictly just people who are using their, yeah, their, their, their intellect and their, you mm-hmm. know, um, 
their their political skills. Yeah. So, all right, here let's go, let's go jump into the. I believe this is the last one and the biggest one. Yeah, this is uh. So again, like I say, uh, the the ghost of Heron Hall just keeps uh, sending us emails and uh, sending us ravens, and uh, they they're they're good. They're, I I enjoyed this one. Um, I had I did remember this. So I remembered this. Um, you know, from a um, a storm of swords, and. I never paid much attention to what Hoster Tully was saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't even think it was that big. Again, that's sort of the theme when you do a reread. It's like, okay, cool. Like, especially if you, if you, here, here's the thing. The reason we do this reread, right, is because I've read the series twice. Okay, and there are things that I could not because I, I could. Read we just it. forgot about the. We Arya just thing. forgot about that, and I totally again the saturation mm-hmm. of, of the. Of, I was back through on my third time through when Sir Matt said, "Let's do a reread and let's well, let's work through this." And so I was like, "Okay, sure." You well, know, well, we, th- well, think about this: is like as I'm as I'm going, th- I'm going back and I'm watching old clips of the show. Really, I think it's easiest to for if you're going to forget a part of it, mm-hmm. or it's going to be like second and third, you know, a, a Clash of Kings mm-hmm. and, and a Storm of Swords because. In the way the show portrays it is, I is it's like it's like almost three seasons. Those mm-hmm. those the books. I think like the second book almost ends up being like two seasons. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's long. Yeah. And going back and rewatching, you're just like, wow. Like yeah. I forgot about a lot of this stuff. And listening to the book, I'm like, I forgot about a lot of this stuff because, you know. Once you get to, you know, a dance of dragons and stuff is so far removed, and like mm-hmm. it just it feels so much different because it's just. It's like you have a Game of Thrones like in season one. Like, okay, that's like really easy to remember. And then like the second, I guess, the, you know, the kind of second part of it so far, so far removed. And then the, the third the stuff where we're at now is so different. Yeah. Yeah. We're so much further down the line. Yeah. It's something. We're I talking mean, about White Walkers coming and, oh, all, and all this stuff. Like King in the North. Well, I remember, like, yeah, when that, se- when that season came out where we had gone beyond, you know, when they brought John back. And I, I remember saying to you, I'm like, dude, I was like, because you, you asked me at one point, like, is this, is this in the books? I'm like, no, <laughs> like mm-hmm. this, they have literally surpassed the books and I have no idea where this is going. That's why show speculation was so fun because you could speculate the hell out of it because there was nothing in the books to really go off of. Right. You know, before when you were doing it in seasons one and two, people were like, oh no, because in the books it says, you know, this or that, or this is going to happen. But even, they even disregarded some of that, you know, and right. just kind of changed course with, you can't have that many Right. cast members and, that and many, that's and know, and that's why i will say so i have been doing some research uh just just research sure because you know we try to make this show as as good as possible a lot of other shows a lot of other podcasts uh-huh. from what i what i've seen is you have they specifically just focus on the books or they just focus on the show sure yeah and i believe there's more that focus on just the show than the books right but we here at bend the knee uh focus on everything we do, but we are very heavy in, in the, the books, in the book, in this main series, and in the, the histories. histories. Yeah, um, because I just, I mean, cannot tell you when I was on my third, you know, back, back coming back through that uh, third reread, I was doing with our buddy Sir Thomas, and um, he's like, let's start that back up again. And so we were, we were listening to it, and I had just got, you know, a world of ice and fire, and. I was below, I was getting I was like when I when I got to the, the to the Targaryen stuff I was like oh my god there's just so it all makes more sense now I mm-hmm. start start to really understand it so and Fire and Blood is only going to add to that and there there are parallels there are so many different connections that can be made from the main series to this so any, mm-hmm. anyways um, okay so let's dive into this this bit here with um, w- could you imagine if the ghost of Harrenhal was actually Gur 
right? Oh my god, <laughs> it could, it, ghost it could, writing. It could is. be. It actually probably is. Um, no. So here we go. Uh, do you remember when Hostertelli was fading and he kept whispering this woman's name? And Catelyn tried to find out the meaning of it. We know John Aaron married Lysa because she proved fertile. Um, most likely, Littlefinger. Did that child survive? Uh, her name or something like it is mentioned once at an inn that Arya and the Hound visit. When Arya is with the Brotherhood without banners, they they uh, visit a sage right atop a hill, mm-hmm. uh, and she's very old and has dreams and visions. I think her name is similar to this mystery child. So, wow. And again, I mentioned that that's something I hadn't really thought a whole lot about here in, um, you know, when when I was reading it. But there are a lot of theories on on this. Um, on this name. So let me, let me pull up some of this. So, so Tansy, right? The name mm-hmm. I'm saying that, right? Uh, I'm going to read a little bit from uh, a storm of swords. This is uh Catelyn. I think it's the second chapter. And, and basically she's going to visit her father and uh, Catelyn could not say if Lord Hoster knew that she was there or if her presence brought him any comfort, but it gave her solace to be with him. Um, and then I think this is internal thoughts here. Uh, what would you say if you knew my crime, father? She wondered. What would you have done? Would you have done as I did if it were Lysa and me in the hands of our enemies? And so she's thinking about freeing Jamie Lannister, right? And, and and letting him go to save possibly her children. What would he think of that? What would Hoster Tully have thought? And we can speculate on that uh, ourselves. Um, or would you two have condemned me and called um, it a mother's madness? Uh, there was a smell of death about the room, a heavy smell, sweet and foul, clinging. It reminded her uh, of the sons that she had lost, her sweet Bran and little Rickon. Slain at the hands of Theon Greyjoy, who had been Ned's ward, she still grieved for Ned. Uh, she would always grieve for Ned, but to have her babies taken as well, um, you know, so it's, it's, it's a monstrous, cruel thing to lose a child, she whispered softly, more to herself than to her father. And here we go. Uh, Lord Hoster's eyes opened. So she had just mentioned it's a it's a it's a monstrously like cruel thing to lose a child. What what are you thinking? Uh, just my okay. mind's my mind's just running wild with a lot of different. Okay, a good. Lot okay. Of, a lot of I, I, right I, now. I see Sir Matt over there freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm thinking about- so um, Lord Hoster's eyes opened. Tansy, mm-hmm. he uh, he husked or he husked in a, in a in a voice thick with pain. He does not know me. Catelyn had grown accustomed to him, uh, you know, taking her for uh, or you thinking that she was her, her mother or her sister Lysa. But Tansy was a name strange to her. It's Catelyn, she said. It's Cat, father. And here, here we go. He says, forgive me. The blood. Oh, please. Tansy. Um, could there have been, and then she, this is just her thoughts here. Could there have been another woman in her father's life? Some village maiden he had wronged when he was young, perhaps? Could he have found comfort in some serving, you know, uh, wench's arms after mother died? It was a queer thought, unsettling. Suddenly she felt as though she had not known her father at all. Who is Tansy, my lord? Do you want me to send for her father? Where would I find the woman? Does she still live? Lord Hoster groaned. Dead. His hand groped for hers. You'll have others. Sweet babes and true born. Others, Catelyn thought. He had for, he had forgotten that Ned is gone. Um, is he still talking of Tansy, or is it me now, Lysa or Mother? I think we'll leave it there. It kind of goes on a, a little bit more, and she ends up talking to um, the Maester there at River that at, at at River Run. 
he's been hearing Hoster Tully grumbling and, and rambling about this for days, maybe weeks. You, and he says he has no idea. Yeah. But that's where I, 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 you get into these maesters knowing more than they let on. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And, and if he was sworn to secrecy, he's not going to say. Yeah. Maybe there's another reason why it's one of those promise me Ned situations where he's not going to talk about this. But uh, yeah, because I just I just got to, I, I just got to the chapter in uh, a Clash of Kings where it starts really in a Game of Thrones, but uh, Catelyn keeps going back to Hoster Tully and he keeps basically having these fever dreams and mm-hmm. he's at, he's at, he's at, I'm at the point now to where he's talking about Liza Aaron and mm-hmm. her having this kid. And um, and she's thinking he's he's talking about Catelyn thinks I believe he's talking about Rob like no that was me like I and and right. he's and she doesn't really understand she's like he doesn't even recognize me anymore yeah. so he's just he's just letting it all out right and yeah so, yeah so so what do you think that th- that is I, I think that the question here is um, you know he kept whispering this woman's name and, and, and Catelyn tried to find the meaning of it. Uh, goes on to talk about John Aaron and, and the marriage and the and the situation with with Littlefinger. Did that child survive? Um, you know, and then there's this there's a Tansy, or is it out there somewhere? Right. Then there is a Tansy. You know, mentioned. Uh, there's, I think she's like a. Uh, oh gosh, like like, like like a barkeep or something. When Arya, see, no, I think I think that would be a really that. See, you can't. You, Littlefinger's smart enough to if I do have a illegitimate heir or something, and then he mm-hmm. goes on to kill later, you know, he kills Liza Aaron later mm-hmm. could legitimize mm-hmm. this person. And now he does have legitimate claim over. Sure. Um, well, to, to a sense, I guess you mean like, you mean like it had house Tully yeah. or you mean okay. no, house, not house Tully, but maybe the veil, the veil. Eh. Maybe he could make yeah. it. I mean, that's, that's yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think it's, it's a, uh, I think Hoster Tully is, 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 grieved because he did something that he 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 regrets he truly regrets how he wronged um his daughter lisa and how he possibly i think i I did a little research on this um and just this is one of the few i don't we don't normally do that but i got this this raven and i was completely blown away right and uh tansy i guess is this is this herb is this um, it, it's, it's in Tansy T is mentioned a lot in, in the series and it's basically for abortions. It's to abort, you know, a, a, a child. And I think it gave, it was, I think it seems like it was given to Lysa and, you know, because uh, Littlefinger often talks about how he hooked up with Kat, mm-hmm. but it was actually Lysa, right? Mm-hmm. And he believes it's Kat and, and she's convincing him. No, it was me. You loved me. You know, you right. truly love me. You just don't remember, um, you know, and I think. That is what happened. He was drunk one night and, you know, um, hooks up with Lysa. And so, you know, being that she's she's of a great house, um, her father tries to, to correct it and fix it. And it ends up really maybe psychologically messing with her. She has difficulty conceiving uh, thereafter. And that's a big problem, you know. Yeah. And, and so then with John Aaron... Uh, you know, I don't know, because, you know, just the things that he says there is that, you know, f- forgive me. Um, oh, please. And then he mentions Tansy and Tansy is like teased throughout all of this. I, I didn't realize how much it was actually teased out. And it's just dropping a line in here. They're talking about seven strings and all the women he hooks up with using mm-hmm. Tansy tea to abort their, mm-hmm. their, their their children. And I'm just like, whoa, you know, um, stuff like that, that totally just I glossed over. it. didn't think anything of it. And well, um, that's the thing, man. That's every as every line matters. Can't do that. There's all these tiny little lines, and that's right. the that's the thing is, 
Right. And so, you know, he goes on. I mean, I was, gosh, you're, you're getting to the point where was the child, you know, because I believe the child would have been born during, um, early on when she is married to, um, John Aaron, because, you know, I think they come to river run during, during Robert's rebellion. And Ned is, is then, you know, takes up for his, 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 uh, his brother and, and Mary's cat. And then, and then John Aaron, uh, promises to marry, you know, uh, Lysa. And I think at that time she might've been pregnant with a, with a bastard and she might've been little fingers yeah. child, you know? So that's, that's what I think of it. I don't know because they do come across another, people have called this a, a, a red heron, right? That, right. that when they come across this other tansy, um, and there's there's a connection to Tanzel too tall, which is what yep. we thought of right away. I was like, what is there any connection a, there? Uh, Sir Dun- and for those of you guys who haven't read the Duncan Egg series, that's that's in the Dunk and Duncan Egg, um, Sir Duncan, Sir Duncan the Tall, um, kind of falls in love with this Dornish, uh, what is she like a puppeteer? Yeah, uh, and mm-hmm. um, anyway, uh. Prince Aegon the Fifth, or Egg, uh, his brother um, Arian, right? Yeah, Arian yeah, is yeah. Uh, kind of beating her, and Dunk goes up and like punches, you know, oh, but a knocks prince, his teeth out, a prince, yeah, yeah and, and, exactly. and and stuff like that, and that's kind of and that's kind of what starts his his journey because uh, he liked her from afar, he liked her, yeah, you know, she's Tanzel too tall, but not to Dunk, she's yeah, he, Dunk, right. yeah, as Duncan says, wow, well, you're not too tall for, for me, and she says, <laughs> too tall for what, and he's right, like, right, uh, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's oh, great. great, that's awesome. So, so I don't puppets, know, there, there's, yeah. um, I mean, does that seem like when, when I guess you know we're not we don't have a whole lot, of, I didn't give you a whole lot of context, but like possibly that makes Absolutely. sense right that yeah. that would be something that he's just regretting and but could the child have survived yeah that 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 that, that could have been because they were away yeah they were away at at, thing. at war right and maybe there's some time where she is held up you know and she doesn't immediately go to John Aaron and could she have had a child beforehand yeah it would be hard to keep under wraps i think i think people would have been you know, privy to that. And that'd mm-hmm. be a huge secret to keep. Yeah. And that's where that maester I think comes into play, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, so I think there's another question. Did, uh, did, did the ghost have another question there? Oh yeah. Just about Asha Greyjoy. Yeah. Did you see that one? Okay. So let's, let's mention that. Let's move on from, from, uh, yeah. Asha Greyjoy can definitely carry on the Kraken line. She nearly was victorious at the King's moon and she has great ideas for her people, even though they do not. So mm-hmm. she had thought to bring them into a new age. Plus she has a very sexy relationship mm-hmm. with a noble man who could give her a child to carry on that name. Uh, that dude is nuts for Asha. That he, is true. He is crazy. He is. He yeah. is absolutely crazy for her. And, uh, and it's, it's, it's pretty cool. So, um, yeah, I think that that line. Yeah, yeah, good, good call. That that could continue because I think sometimes we all we we think about the males and we mm-hmm. were thinking about Theon, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, hold on a second, you know, he has a sister. Um, yeah, she's super, and proven. they and, and they do King's Moot there, so you don't even have to exactly, right? Yeah. Well, and, and they're they're also I don't think they're completely opposed to her being the queen right you know i mean uh there or at least ruler right she could she could be the ruler and just say house. no he's taking my name yeah right exactly yeah. exactly so and i don't even know really in the iron islands it's, they don't really care about that yeah that's what i was getting to is i don't know that they they don't really follow right that they, they've, they've thrown out the seven they've I mean, the seven are still there actually brought back by one of the gray joys um they're allowed to be there but they're really not worshipped at all it's, yeah. it's sort of you know it's a facade yeah and uh but uh, yeah, I, I think they would be more. They're they're kind of like Dorn in that that, that they would 
they wouldn't be opposed to a female ruler. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And you know what? Honestly, the Targaryens aren't either. Like, like they, right. they're not completely opposed to it. Um, it seems like it was the other influence of the other, you know, houses or the, the other kingdoms at the time who really were kind of dictating that, no, this, the, the line of succession should go to, you know, the male over the female. Yeah. And that was the, the, the great council of one Oh one. That was what was decreed. And they passed over, you know, one of Jaehaerys's granddaughters so that, yeah. you know, Viserys could become King. So yeah. anyways, um, yeah, good thoughts there from the ghost. Uh, we really appreciate that uh, correspondence. I'm gonna do a little more digging on the on the on the Tansy situation and look into that tavern um, wench. Wench is that what you? Okay, <laughs> yeah, okay, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, because her. I mean, they, they get into a discussion of bastards there, which is mm-hmm. which is cool. They get into this this thing with um, Gendry talking about how he's he's Robert Baratheon's bastard, and there's a prostitute there, and she mm-hmm. says she is as well, and, and and all of this, and it's real kind of like is she just saying that? Like, it, I don't know. It was. You know, it was it was interesting. So, but bastards are a big deal in this man. There's just yeah. so many. I mean, like people could who who could be this or that. I don't know. It's it's huge. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Uh, any other? Uh, yeah. Trivia question. Yeah. Trivia question. All right. Let's dive All into right. what we got. What is the name of Theon Greyjoy's ship? Mm. Wow. The first ship he gets. Wow. Right. There we go. There it is. There it is. Let's who's see. Gonna, who's going to claim that? Throne. Well, we have someone new. You we know? may. You I'm, know, I'm, a lot of people are skipping to the end. Yeah. Just to get the trivia question. I would. Is that cheating, <laughs> though? I don't is know. that. You know, we may have to. Is that a political to, move? Eventually, we may have to start. We may have to give a prize out to somebody or, or something. I think we might have to. We have a bunch of these uh, bend the knee little pins. You know, like little mm-hmm. little pins. May just have to start mailing those. Mailing those. What, to we're, people. We're also or maybe, gonna, or maybe one. Maybe once you get to like, well, I don't know. Once we have so many listeners, then it may be difficult to to be like if you get like five, you get a or something. Yeah, you get like a bigger prize. Yeah, or if you win it five times in a row, because we should keep a leaderboard. I think. Yeah, it may be hard to do five times in a row as the show grows. Sure, but I think <laughs> like once you get to five wins, yeah, overall, still right now, still, still yeah, might I mean, be like, hard. I know. Yeah, I know, and it's so. really. I mean, we got everything timestamped, so when people send us that Raven or they send us that Facebook mm-hmm. message, uh, we definitely have those timestamps. And, and Sir Matt is always comparing the times, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> so it's just, which is crazy. And I, it, it is really, honestly, a lot of fun because. Friday mornings, it's just like, oh, my God, dude. Look at all the people who are like, you know, was it first, was it second, was it third? Uh, we might have to get a dot going. I'll, I'll, maybe I'll work on that where we can mm-hmm. kind of create uh, a leaderboard and also runner-up and third mm-hmm. place and stuff. Yeah, because so. we actually we have, we have some cool we have some cool swag we've been uh, working on, thinking of, coming up with. We actually mm-hmm. uh, have s- uh, something we were uh, introduced to by uh, somebody else from another kind of, well, not really a podcast, but something else, the little QR coins oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. we're thinking about doing those are super those are super cool they're pretty expensive but they're super cool right we've also been getting uh we're we're gonna work on getting some parchment and some uh you know some 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 ink quills and stuff like that and see see what we can do there with that because we got our we got our 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 seals right we got our our wax seals so like we need to we need some we'll be sending out some of our own ravens and letters and rewards uh soon so we're 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 working on this trivia bit and we're gonna kind of make it more rewarding you know Mm -hmm. so uh, all right, I think that's it for this week. Again, uh, don't forget to send those ravens uh, to btkcast at gmail.com. Um, 
and a guaranteed way to sort of get your raven read on the show is to go to patreon.com forward slash bend the knee any patron who sends us a message on there um, or if I just notice that you have sent us a, a, a raven to the to the gmail and I notice your patron like we, we make sure we, we include that um, as much as possible and honestly the more ravens the better um, if we have fewer we spend a little more time on it if we have more you know um, then we definitely kind of knock knock those out so all right, I think that's it for this week, guys. All right, well, thank you guys so much for playing the Game of Thrones. Uh, we'll be back Monday, and in the words of House Illyrian, no foe shall pass.